Hey everybody, welcome back to the Harmonics Podcast. It's Eric Pope. I'm joined here by uh, our old friend Aaron Trites. How are you? And uh, it's, a, it's a light, uh, we don't have a lot of people this week. We've uh, trimmed down our numbers, going a little Charlie Rose style. Uh, although if Charlie, Rose, if Charlie Rose was two people. Uh, because we're going to be interviewing our friend, uh, Mr. Matt Christek. Hello, hello everybody. Hello netizens. Netizens. A net, if a net were here, she would <laughs> a love that. Yeah. yeah, but she's not, is she? Nope. No one else is here. Nope. Well, Joe's here. Joe's always here, running the boards. Um, yeah, so we got a small group, but uh, I think it's going to be a fun discussion because uh, Matt Christek, our guest, uh, is uh, our one-man playtest department. That's right, one-man show. Which uh, I don't know if you understand what playtest is. That's a pretty demanding ask. Does Doozy. It involve, all on one guy. Does it involve plays? Like yes. Actual play. I there think plays, uh, Tennessee Williams is the most famously known play <laughs> tester, right? He's good. He's my main inspiration. Yeah. He's good. He's pretty good. That's how you get Tennessee Williams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably a bad guy, right? Wasn't he an alcoholic? No, I think they all probably, were. Well, yeah. There's been some good alcoholics. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There's been some good ones. Like, like, um, like the guy in Harvey. He was good. <laughs> Harvey? Yeah. <laughs> no, a, Harvey was the rabbit. Okay, just double-checking. Yeah. Was it Hemingway that said, or Stein, one of them, either uh, Hemingway or Steinbeck, a drunk either way, who said, <laughs> uh, show me a good writer and I'll show you an alcoholic. That's just... Wow, this is really good. heavy already. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, this is this setting is the tone? This is what happens when everyone else isn't here. We go deep. <laughs> this is a good... People My are going to love this podcast. <laughs> Literary uh, quotes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I uh, My parents have gotten to the point where they're snowbirding. They live in what Maine. That? People, it's when people from New England or the North, they spend their winters uh, in Florida. Oh. They're oh. I thought um, it was like a leaf peeping thing. <laughs> Creepy peeping leaf peepers. I haven't, I haven't heard that. I figured that was uh, just a main thing. Maybe it's no just burning. a specifically a main thing. I don't know. Write in. Let me know. Um, <laughs> so last year we went to visit them, which like, you know, Florida, I could take or leave Florida. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great place to go when it's cold and snowy and you just need a break. Mm-hmm. So we went last year and checked out the place they're staying uh, and uh, not far from a ferry that goes to Key West. So I went to Key West and uh, the best part of Key West was Hemingway's house. He uh, he lived there for a while and uh, had a nice big house. Uh, All sorts of cats, full of cats. That's what yeah. I was just about to say. The dude loved cats, and they all have the double paws. Yeah, the Hemingway cats. All yeah, of them? they're called Hemingway cats. Yeah, because they all bred with each other. Oh, and you sure. Just, yeah. I guess part of his like bequest after his death is, you know, it's a museum now, but they have to keep all the cats. <laughs> I leave my house to <laughs> my double paw cats. Yeah, that's some Simpsons stuff, right, right there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it was a mental case. Man after my own heart. Right? <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's our podcast. Yep. Uh, Thanks, everybody. No, this is actually a really, really huge week. Joe, I'm sorry. I keep leaning in to drink, and I'm probably yelling into your beautiful microphone. Uh, Spitting all over. You just hear him. He made a noise like a Muppet. Like, he just he literally grouched at you. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <sighs> I'll, I will keep my back to the, the couch. Um. Uh, yeah, it's a big week here at Old Harmonics HQ. It's a doozy. Um, you are hearing this on Friday, and uh, we are recording it shortly before Friday. So we, uh, this week uh, on Monday, announced our newest project, a game called Chroma. Chroma. Yeah. Uh, and Matt's not here by accident. He's worked <laughs> very closely on this project, uh, which we can get into in a bit. But Aaron, tell me about Chroma. 
I I'm trying to order records on my phone. <laughs> I saw. I'll, I'll put them. I'll put it down because this is more important. This what, is more what important. What record were you ordering? The records. You don't really care. You're just gonna <laughs> wait. I'm gonna guess. You're just gonna make fun of no, me. No, I'm not. You are. I'm not gonna make fun of you, I but I'm gonna tell. narrow it down. I'm gonna guess that it's uh, a seven inch. Mm-mm. Oh no. Okay. Blew it right out the gate. Okay. Well. Okay. But it's a hardcore band. Yeah, you got me there. Who yeah, only man. ever put out a few things. Uh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like around 10 songs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They were based in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Nope, they're a Boston band. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Boston band. Um, and it's a rare, it's a rare LP. I was trying to order the, th- the three different versions. Oh, my God. That they had available for sale. But, uh, and they're from the 80s? No, current. Um, current. current band. New, lows, say. new lows on Death Wish, uh, Death Wish Inc. Mm-hmm. Check okay. it out. Um, uh, I'll check it out if I can uh, order the records in time. Well, while we're talking about Boston bands, this is not, they're not a heart. I mean, sorry, we'll get into Chromebook. This is what we do on our podcast, <laughs> yeah, guys. I like it. Um, <clears throat> your friend, Mike McKenzie, yep. from uh, the Red Chord, mm-hmm. uh, a metal master, I think we could call him. Yeah. Master of metal. Yeah. I just found out he's uh, he's like uh, trying to dip his toes into video games. Really? How cool would that be? A metal soaked, you know, Brew Legend did it, but but there are many other applications. I want a metal soaked game. Mike is without a doubt one of the most creative dudes I've ever known. He's unbelievably prolific. He's been in like at least half a dozen real bands. Um, and then probably like an infinite number of fake bands. Um, but he does a ton of music on his own. Uh, and one of them, I think it's called Unraveler, uh, the project that he started last year, where he started recording um, like 8-bit music because uh, he's always loved old school video games, used to love NES games when, when I knew him in high school. Um, and basically with this new project, started recording a soundtrack for an imaginary NES game that never existed. <laughs> so it's this like weird kind of like from the the song titles you can kind of piece together that there is an actual story for it. It's super bizarre. I'll see if I can um if I can get the links and That's send awesome. them around. Um but when I was listening to some of those recently, I thought, "Oh man, all this kind of like chiptune 8-bit stuff would be awesome if we could get Mike to do a song for Chroma." Cool. Ooh. Maybe yeah. we'll get him on the podcast and ask him. Yeah, Mike, you're hired. This is how you found out. <laughs> now, what is Chroma? Chroma. That's a great segue. Bring it back around. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, Chroma. Brace yourselves if you haven't heard in the last week since we announced it. Chroma is a music-driven multiplayer first-person shooter on Steam. Yeah. That's class-based. Wow. Class-based. Team-based. Team-based. Uh, arena, arena shooter arena shooter um soaked in music just top to bottom packed with music music is the core pillar of its entire design yeah it's not like this is a shooter where we like layered some kooky right. music on top of it like, like it's not a shooter with just a cool soundtrack like music, music is the level music is what you're shooting right. to quote the trailer music is your weapon yes yeah. And sound is your arsenal. I've also right. it also says that. I've yep. watched the trailer several times. <laughs> you should watch our trailer. It's really um, good. So it uh it is ridiculous how much the music drives the gameplay. Like uh, it impacts 
the rate at which you fire your weapon, uh, the rate at which you can reload, um, how you're able to move across the map, uh, things like traversal, how high you can jump, how far you can dash. Also, strategy and tactics. Strategy and tactics. So, so uh, let's say a, a match that you play is, is the length of a song, as we've dictated it in the game. And over the course of the song, from section to section, from chorus to verse to verse to bridge, every section break in introduces a change in the map geographically, which is something I've never seen in a shooter. Uh, not saying it hasn't been done, but I, I personally have never seen it. Um, so you're sort of incentivized. The more you play, the more you're familiar with the songs, and the more you're familiar with the map it takes place in, you can really get a figure out a strategy for uh for uh winning winning with your team uh which is really cool like this is all new stuff for everybody involved especially the designers who have to build these maps yeah this mm -hmm. is our first first shooter it's our first shooter it's, it's our, our first, first pc game in PC game. 15 years if you even count the axe which was more of like a toy oh, which i do okay <laughs> i count the axe windows 95 yes will axe. chroma be compatible with windows 95 <laughs> yes yes it will <laughs> excellent and windows me <laughs> wow. Um, wow see when i take a drink you're supposed to keep talking <laughs> no i just i mean just okay nothing to say Mesmerized. nothing to say no so yeah first pc game first uh shooter obviously which is crazy yeah it's uh the plan currently and again, we are—we have not even scratched the surface. We're not even in alpha yet. Pre-alpha. Plan currently for, is for it to be free to play. Uh, so there's really no barrier for you trying it if you're curious. Just try it. Just, just try it. When it's out there. Yeah, give it a whirl. Um, and uh, we're already saying, you know, with the free to play idea, <laughs> um, it's not going to be pay to win. What yep. what, the things that you can buy will be cosmetic. But the cool opportunity about Chroma is cosmetic doesn't just mean like cool skins and wacky hats. Ooh, uh, can we can do be, those? I though? want those. Sure. I, I mean, yeah. I want those things. Yeah, yeah. give them to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but music, so not butt music. But mm, <laughs> but, but music. But comma music. Um, so you know, potentially things like uh, you buying uh, different sounds for your guns, and uh, you choose those as loadouts. And you know, there's a lot of cool potential there. For uh, for us to do free to play in a way that doesn't make you or us feel gross. But do we, as a studio, have a lot of experience with, say, downloadable content uh, or uh, additional add-ons? Uh, I don't really feel like that's something that's in our wheelhouse. Yeah, um, I think uh, if you look up a, a series of games we uh, titled Rock Band, not familiar with them, uh, and Rock Band Two and Rock mm, Band Three. No. Uh, and other associated titles, we actually uh, such uh, as really, uh, such as Green Day. Rock that Band. one I know. <laughs> okay. That one okay. I know. I knew I'd get you. Good frame of reference. Uh, we released literally thousands of pieces of add-on content yep. for those games. Uh, so we uh, we have a little experience there, and yeah, and uh, even went so far as to develop tools for the community to yeah, create which is new content. Bazonkers. So we, as a studio, are definitely invested um, in supporting DLC and yep. add-on content, which is a pretty good mindset for us to go into um, a free-to-play PC game on Steam. With. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason Steam's great is their whole workshop uh, functionality. If you've played Team Fortress 2, you're probably familiar, like I, meant, I joked before about the hats, 
their community basically makes all of their content uh, and sells it and they make money and the TF2 makes money and the game is great and it just makes things more fun. Um, so there's a lot of potential there for the workshop that, you know, maybe someday we could get into if people, because again, music is a thing that people are very creative with and sort of exciting, very passionate about, passionate about, but also excitingly, if you think about it, Val, uh, steam doesn't actually have a huge musical presence. It's true. There's mm-hmm. this, they're this huge, amazing, really cool distribution platform, uh, with a lot of UGC aspects, but not in the realm of music. So, like, that's a cool potential for us if we can uh, delve into that. Yeah. But that's all so far down the that's road. So far, we have not even started still, our alpha yet. Still pre-alpha. Yeah. And in an effort to further engage our guest, <laughs> we have a we, who is, oh who has hey, sorry graciously <laughs> volunteered Hi, his time uh, to give people a little bit of additional context. What we do before we put a game out into alpha, or before we put out any of our games. Uh, we play test the heck out of them, heck yeah, uh, we do. so we know what the hell we're actually doing. Yep, um, and that is the thing that you help with, Matt. It is indeed. Um, how about you tell people what playtest is? That's something. That's an excellent question. Uh, my title here at Harmonics is user researcher, which is a far more sophisticated sounding title than I probably deserve. No, it sure. sounds pretty fancy. You work the NSA. Well, yeah, okay. obviously. Uh, so playtesting, like when people hear what I do, they assume that just means I'm in a room playing video games all day, <laughs> which is not the case. What it actually what? is, is Mixed I... Mixed family gatherings great, right? Oh, yeah. Like the, the simplest way I can put it, like the way I explain it to like my aunt at Thanksgiving <laughs> is like I just I watch people play video games all day. I observe and report. Um like I always say, like it's it's QA's job to make sure the game works. It's kind of my job to make sure it's fun. That's kind of the simplest. Observe way and to report. Put it. So you're you're saying you are the Paul Blart of harmonics. That's exactly. <laughs> Wait, I, I was <laughs> no. going to say that you like on the 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 border to Cuba, like you are standing <laughs> on the wall. Wow. And yeah. You that, are there's watching. no wall. No. No, no, oh, we don't I, have a wall between no, us and Cuba. No, no, like there's an ocean. No, I'm saying in a, in, like, like in a few good in men. international oh, okay, like okay. the wall that the soldiers sure, would stand on, sure. looking so the, into the, Cuba. Okay, because okay. you can't like just the, look at it from Guantanamo ground level. Bay, yes. Yeah, you stand yeah. on a wall sure. to look okay. at Cuba. Yeah. Okay, that's that's me. Okay, yeah. yes, thank you. Now you are the wall, thank or you. you're the you're the soldier he's on ja- the wall. He's Jack Nicholson in this. Oh, Jack Nicholson. So you are ultimately responsible for the death of that soldier. Exactly. Wow. Glad Spoilers for a few good minutes. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> no, nope, that's it. Thank you for... Uh, right. Yes, he deserved to die. That's the right movie, right? No? Different no? Different oh. I'm confusing my 90s courtroom dramas. <laughs> uh, yeah, go on, Matt. So so you're yeah. the user researcher. I am. And, and uh, in this game... Chroma. 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 By Harmonix. Uh, which, by the way, we're co-developing with our friends at Hidden Path Entertainment, yes. uh, who are they know from shooters. They're very yeah, yeah very I think talented. We were, we were smart to not dive into a shooter whole hog by ourselves, and they have been instrumental in getting us to where we are today with the game uh, and helping us balance the crazy musical things we want to do and the crazy shooter things they want to do and making it uh, a good blend of both. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so uh, go on. Yes. Uh, well, playtesting for Chroma has been a very different beast than uh, 
previous games. Like in a lot of ways, it's been everything has been like ten times harder, or one might even say sixteen times harder for a lot of things. Ooh. Like normally, we're, <laughs> I like that. You like that? Playing a lot of threes lately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at threes. I, I deleted it. it. I'm like, I, I can't do it. feel like a bad person. Yeah, I'm the worst. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with like previous games like Dance Central or Fantasia, um, it's relatively easy. Like you just get somebody in a room with a build of the game. Like I'm in a corner with my laptop just taking notes, like asking questions. They're talking to me. But with Chroma, like all that kind of goes out the window for like a player to get like an optimal experience, like they have to play multiplayer because it's a multiplayer game. Right. So that means... That gets complicated. It gets very complicated. Whereas before I could just get one person in a room, now I have to get like 10 or 16 people <laughs> in a room, which is a doozy to schedule. Yeah. Uh, it can take weeks and weeks yeah. of planning sometimes. And you, you do these both internally with harmonics employees that are mm -hmm. not on the project. Yep. Because their feedback is super valuable, but also externally... Which is sort of where we we came in to help right. too is uh, that's thank goodness you did hugely. It's hard because <clears throat> we are now currently still not in alpha. We're in pre-alpha, right. right? And we've been running play tests for months now. Mm -hmm. Since November when we Since did our first yeah, November. the first big external one was in November. Uh, so you know, privacy and secrecy is. Uh, a really scary thing with a game like this that's so out there and so experimental. Right. Uh, and so we couldn't just do an open cattle call and so, be like, come so on into Harmonix's office and let's play this game. Right. So what would be like the most subtle way that you could recruit play testers? Like something like really just like not very visible and uh, and really just kind of low key. I mean, I, for my subtle hookups, I go to Craigslist. Okay. Oh yeah. Which is okay. what we did. Yes, <laughs> for, we did. For this, right? Uh, the... at, at the time, we weren't announced. We had to like, we had to be pretty shady. Yeah, like, uh, which is also tough. Yeah, because we are in the Boston area. Yep. Right. We're a video game developer. There are not a ton of those in the Boston area. Mm -hmm. Well, the the even less subtle thing that I was hinting at was the fact that we actually went flyering yeah. yep. around MIT and Harvard campuses. <laughs> right. And hung up flyers that literally said, do you want to play test a video game? <laughs> and so the yep. three of us ran around like chuckleheads, yep. taping these things up to bus stops and yep. telephone poles. We right. are lucky to have a number of big colleges right around us. So, yeah. Yep. And yeah. I had to reach out to these people like from like a really shady, like anonymous <laughs> Gmail account that I had to set up. Because like we just couldn't let these people know that they were coming into Harmonix until Keep they were the actually curtain. in the building, you know, signed an NDA, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, thank goodness you guys did that because it yeah. all worked out. We got people in seats and they provided great feedback. Sort of makes me so terrified though. Like I was just reading, there's another Craigslist killer out there. What? Like, why? Does he want to come a, in and play test? He would probably come and play test. <laughs> yeah. Is he free Saturday? <laughs> yeah. It's just so scary. Like, I mean, luckily we're not killers. That's what I'll say about harmonics. Right. I will go killers. on the record. So people came in and they played a game and they mm -hmm. had a fun time. Right. Uh, but be careful out there, guys, on Craigslist. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, one person did lose their scarf here. That's true. That's true, which that I found right. six weeks later. Yeah. Lost I, scarf. I mailed it yeah. to him yesterday. Oh, you did? That's did. great. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so this uh, was all very nerve-wracking for us because, mm -hmm. you know, if, if word of this game got out and the word was from, you know, a build three months ago that was 70% broken... 
and broken. That would have been really bad. Or you even know? just the idea of it. Like, yeah. if someone told you before we officially announced it, Harmonix is making a first-person shooter. Like, it's a thing that has historically been, like, an April Fool's Day <laughs> joke. Yeah. Like, that's It was not, literally someone's April Fool's Day yeah, joke. it was I not think really on, uh, in our Games wheelhouse. Radar. Not really yeah. in our wheelhouse. Um, so it would have been a thing that maybe people would have written off before seeing yeah. a teaser or right. reading the press release yep. or hearing about it from us officially. Yeah, and I think a lot of people might not realize how much strategy and concern goes in on our parts on how we deliver messages and announcements to people. And uh, anyway, the, the gist is we were very lucky. We had a great, we had multiple great groups of play testers mm-hmm. that, you know, did not leak things and gave us super valuable feedback. Yeah, great feedback. And uh, hopefully they'll be involved in our uh, alpha as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like Matt and Aaron and I would come in on the weekends Stupid snowstorms yep. and brave the elements. Stupid weather and eat twenty pounds of pizza slices. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. yeah, pizza is playtest fuel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't want to talk for you. Oh no, no, no. Uh, about the, the process. So, so yeah, tell just us, uh, a little more about. It. Yeah, I mean, like the logistics of getting people in seats, like we just talked about, is is quite a process. But like the actual administering of playtest for Chroma also is wildly different from our other games like Dance Central because for a lot of reasons, like when they're playing one of one of our other titles, like I can talk to the player, they can talk to me, they can, you know, describe what they're doing, what they think they're doing. With Chroma, because every like because it's a group, I can't like watch all these people play at once. I can't even talk to them because they're strapped in. They got headphones. Yeah, because music is so important in this game that they have to listen intently to the music. So they're all wearing headphones. They can't talk to me because they're focused on it. I can't talk to them. So, like, how we gather feedback had to look wildly different for this game. And we're relying heavily, like, on surveys and stuff and, like, group discussions and, like, kind of more focus groupy type stuff, which is very different from our, you know, previous games, but it's proven pretty valuable we've gotten great yeah feedback. and it's especially cool to get everybody filling out the same surveys so you can actually look at data yeah you actually get like stats and yeah. pie charts and cool stuff like that which always like every time there'd be interesting results that mm-hmm. uh you know the the development team could act on and yep. make changes right which in itself that's like we're moving into an alpha. You can sign up right now for uh, the closed alpha. <clears throat> it's a limited, super limited closed alpha for the beginning, but uh, go to playchroma.com to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically in, uh, just a wider play test where, that, where we're, we're beginning. And, and uh, It is, yeah. It's, it's interesting because normally leading up to now, like when a project goes public, like play test is like, already well done with it like it's past the point where you know they can react to feedback it just goes out the door and we're done with it with chroma it is technically kind of going out the door but it's still being worked on so my role is going to look pretty different like i still have to gather feedback from this game once it's out there in the wild which is which is exciting and a little scary but mostly exciting totally um so the the surveys I think will become even more important tools mm-hmm, for, for, sure. for you going forward and for us going forward. And uh I'm really excited from the community perspective. We're like we're basically <clears throat> the community becomes our co developers on right. this. Yeah, for sure. Uh you know, we can tell them 
what we think they want, but they'll actually tell us what they want. Yep. And we talked about this a little bit on the play test or at the play test, the, the live stream on Monday, the fact that we've always tried to listen to our community. Um, we've kept plugged into like what rock band fans have asked for on the forums or what DC fans have asked for at events, um, whether it's you know, feature requests or, um, you know, changes or additions that they want made to the game. Um, but because they've been on console, we haven't always been able to react to that. Yep. Um, but the nature of PC development, knowing that we're going to have like X number of people in this alpha that we can lean on and that we have the ability to react so much more quickly to their feedback, it's going to be really interesting, like with what we've seen in playtest, where right. people could come in on Saturday, give you feedback, and we could implement it in a matter of days. Right, yeah. right. Whereas even so in the console cycle, even if it's something 100% of us agreed on in terms of feedback, you'd maybe have to wait until the next version of the game was built a year or two later. Uh, so it's such a huge shift in how we do things, which is super exciting for me because I think it will be really gratifying for people to see change so quickly and uh, us to be able to pivot on things like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for those of you who get into the alpha, please be honest and upfront with your feedback because your feedback could directly change the game, which is pretty cool. That's right. Uh, I have over my desk uh, uh, a Kinks album, Give the People What They Want. <laughs> I try to keep that in mind every day mm -hmm. with what people are telling us. So we're there to listen to you guys. So you let us know what you want. Even if you're not in the uh, closed alpha, we actually have opened up a discussion forum on our uh, public uh, harmonic forums, harmonicsmusic.com slash forums or forums.harmonicsmusic.com. Either one will take you to the same place. Um, you've, you've got ideas. We'd love to hear them. Bring are, them there. Are we going to have any kinks in Chroma? <laughs> if I had any say, we would. So, I mean, no. Because no. <laughs> I have no say. You have no say, but everyone in the community has a say. That's true. So if, if they start a thread and demand it, mm -hmm. we'll see what we can do. Start a poll. I mean, we did never get them for Rock Band, probably for uh, licensing reasons that are out of our control, yeah. would be my guess. We didn't? So, oh. No, never. Bummer. So, yeah. So don't get your hopes up on that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Give Sorry. the people what Sorry, they want, guys. accept the kinks. Except, except <laughs> give the kinks what they want. <laughs> they might reunite, by the way. Really? Which is very exciting to me because they're basically my favorite band basically your favorite band basically it's tough it's a it's an ever-changing list i would have said i would have said the clash yeah no for mm. a good decade they were my favorite band and like just you know as happens at least with me the way i listen to music i'll just listen to like a small set of bands over and over and over and over and over and like dive into as much of their catalog as possible like i don't i don't some people listen to a new band every day like alex navarro would do a top 100, 100 albums of the year every Jeez. year which like i would listen to one new album a year yeah. maybe uh so my style is like i'll pick a band i like and then dive into their whole discography uh i find that very rewarding mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh maybe related to your interest did yeah. you hear that the lead singer of fishbone is in quite a bit of legal trouble <laughs> no oh, dear yeah. what happened um he uh in in a routine fishbone stage dive uh, ended up fracturing some woman's skull. Oh, my God. Um, and I think maybe, like, fractured her skull and maybe broke her collarbone. Yikes. Yikes. Um, and uh, and she's fine now. Like, everything's well, okay. She's probably not fine. Uh, probably. I mean, she could be better. <laughs> could be better. Um, but uh, apparently this is not the first time he's done this, where he's, like, oh severely injured. To the same injured. woman? <laughs> <laughs> 
severely in, uh, injured a fan in uh, a stage diving incident. God. Um, wow. And so he's on the hook for something like $1.4 million. <laughs> Which I, uh, I've watched the documentary about Fishbone. I can tell you he does not have that, <laughs> does not have that yeah. money. That's awful. Um, and I, I guess he did not do himself any favors. Like when, uh, when he actually came to trial, like he was super unapologetic and he's like, People just expect that kind of thing at a fishbone show. Like, you can't announce it. Like, people <laughs> like that spur-of-the-moment energy. Oh, no, no. They were like, you've done this before, though. <laughs> what a bummer. What are you yeah. going to do? God. Well, he did it do? before, so technically he was kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet you've had some some prime stage diving some f- Prime fishboning? <laughs> <laughs> You're always going to those shows. Yeah. I'm getting beaten the I'm head. I'm too old for that now. Yeah, I shouldn't. I, can't. I, yeah, I wear glasses. Go. I can't do that. No. <sighs> well, thanks for reminding me of my own mortality, Pope. Was, yeah, I thought you were going to share some stories about broken bones and stuff. No, 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 I've never, I've never been seriously injured at a show. Yeah. was great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Never my, my, my brother uh, broke his foot uh, twice uh, at shows. Um, Someone with a giant boot. No, like he was like up on stage singing along with the band, and then the the set ended. And he just hopped off the stage. This was like at a church in Austin. And <laughs> like it was a like two a foot th- stage. A three foot, yeah, like a two or three foot tall stage and just jumped off and landed on his foot wrong. And then immediately like, ah, oh. It's kind of adorable. That's that good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Matt, um, speaking of music. Yes. I mean, if you, if you want to talk about your favorite music, I'd love to hear it because you have a whole... Is it a Tumblr or is it like a WordPress? It is a t- it is a Tumblr. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even call it my favorite music because <laughs> I would. I well, would. <laughs> so like a, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, like I decided, like I want to have a collection. I want to be a one of those guys with a collection of uh-huh. things that are relatively like hard to track down. Um, so I was like trying to figure out what that would be. Sure. And I wanted it to be something that was, like I said, like kind of hard to track down. Like Aaron with his hardcore records that yeah. he's buying as we speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and like maybe something that wasn't going to break the bank yes. for me. So like most people want to collect something that's like really valuable or like really significant in something. I wanted to go on the other end of the spectrum. Like right. what can I collect that is the most insignificant like pointless thing on the planet (laughs) so i settled on movie soundtracks from the 90s on cassette (laughs) so it's definitely i it's not my favorite music i do not own a cassette player (laughs) i have no way to listen to these so you have this collection and no way to listen to it right it's it's not about the music well and my favorite part is that it's not even like like something like forrest gump that has like no that's a historic off the table pulp Pulp fiction Fiction, not interested unbelievable soundtrack yeah my criteria is it has to be like not even necessarily bad '90s uh, movies, but uh, just like forgettable '90s <laughs> movies. They often intertwine. They usually intertwine. Do you have a like, for example, would you have? Oh, let's see. Let the me... Theodore Rex soundtrack, maybe. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems like a sweet spot. Right. That would be great. I, I'm going to add that to my wish list. So, this is great because most of these cost like three dollars max like on ebay and like i bought some from like independent sellers on amazon and stuff uh-huh. and they actually write me back to like confirm like hey you know you ordered a cassette right this isn't like a cd oh i know yep so here i'm some... assuming in some instances you're paying more in shipping than yeah. you are for oh yeah the for sure product. yeah somewhere like 50 cents uh here's some the avengers 
1998 the, with Dina oh, right, Thurman. Right. The Sean Connery. Yep, Sean Connery. <laughs> I bet that has like an electro soundtrack. Yeah, a little oh, bit yeah. of that. It's like, you got to have like Orbital or The Prodigy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Big yep. in 98. Fat Beach. Fat <laughs> Coolio. Beach. <laughs> that one's good. Um, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, oh, this one's great. White Man's Burden. Oh, Can we talk God, about this one? I remember that <laughs> movie. Yeah. So John Travolta, right? I, John Travolta and Harry Belafonte. Oh, I, I had never heard of this movie before. I still haven't seen it. It's... It's heavy. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yes. So am I wrong? Like, I read about it, like, on IMDb. So this is like... It's an alternate dimension. Right. Where, okay. where, the, where the white people, white people are minorities. My, wow, that movie dares to ask. Yeah. If, what it if. goes there. Wow. It most, goes there. Most important question, does Belafonte have a song on the soundtrack? Oh, let me see, because I, I list it with every post. Yeah. No, you're some, thorough. We got some blues travelers, Hootie. <laughs> Dave Matthews, Meat uh, Puppets, Bush, uh, Cracker, uh, No Harry Belafonte. That is the most 90s <laughs> yeah. listing of bands That's you could have come up with. Mm -hmm. Surf Ninjas, That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, how many uh, Hulk Hogan movies do you have? I have a couple, actually. I have Mr. Nanny, I believe. And so I do have Suburban Commando. Uh, that's a I fantastic. bet that's got a prime soundtrack. Oh, yeah. But uh, Santa was good to me this year. I got some good additions. <laughs> I got nothing but trouble. Oh, I just soundtrack. watched that last week. I know, week. I saw. I thought you'd appreciate oh. that. I watched it while I did my taxes, which were nothing but trouble. Just <laughs> How kidding, appropriate. My taxes are fine. You did actually have some tax trouble, though. <laughs> yeah. After I, uh, after I completed filing my taxes, my dog, Echo, Mr. Echo, uh, uh, decided to eat every one of my tax documents <laughs> while we were out. Came yeah, back and right. They were just like gone. He didn't need anything else. It, like it was almost a completely clean crime scene. <laughs> like I put those right there, right? I put those on the table. No, that's good. So that's sort of a nightmare. That Luckily, sounds, I had already filed. Sounds like the premise of a '90s movie. That's it really true. does. Like a jingle that, all the way type yeah. thing, where like your taxes are eaten. The day before they are yep. due, yep. Oh, and now no. you have to scramble. And then Sinbad yeah. comes tax and helps days. you out. Just call it yep. tax days. Yep. Toss a... Tax days, D-A-Y-Z. Toss Jim Belushin there. <laughs> tax D-A-Z-E. -E. Yep. yep. Belushin, he needs a sidekick. Is probably... Rob Schneider. Well, the dog would be a sidekick. Oh, yeah. Played by Rob yeah. Schneider. Yeah, the voice played of Rob Schneider. Played by or voiced by? Yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Would it be like a CG dog? Uh, it would be or, 90s CG, Or it would yeah. be him in a costume, like in a dog costume. I think it would be 90s CG dog. Okay. But the costume thing I could see in a 90s movies. Like, yeah. movies took more risks back then. Like, yeah, Clifford, like, casting Martin Short as a 10-year-old. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, they don't that, dare to dream like, like that, that anymore. I picture man. some nightmarish video store uh, <laughs> that has, like, a section for the 90s yeah. with just your quote that says, movies took more risks back then <laughs> over the 90s section. I would be there every week. Store. I should. People <laughs> would love that. I hope so. Oh, God. So yeah, if you want to see the stupidest, most pointless collection, go to 90smoviecassettes.tumblr.gov. <laughs> it's really stupid. Number nine, number zero, S? Yes. Okay. Thank That's you. Full word 90s. Right. So we'll, we'll maximize should, we should your throw, traffic. We should throw the link in the description <laughs> of the podcast. Why not? True. Uh, Matt, how did you uh, how did you end up getting here at Harmonarchs? Oh, that's a doozy of a tale. Harmonarchs. Um, well, a few years back, I was but a just a big Harmonics fan, like a huge Guitar Hero fan, like a huge 
rock band fan and player, like as cliched as you could get. Like I had like raging rock band parties. Like I took the game way more seriously than any of like my friends and bandmates. Like yeah. I was like, guys, we've got to practice. practice. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. th- and this is true. Like on rock band Two launch day, like I actually yelled at my drummer for like just doing whatever during drum fills. I'm like, I lost the beat. You got to do something <laughs> during those. And like, we legit had an argument. He's like, well, I just won't play anything at all during the, the fills. How Oof. about that? So like we stormed off and then like I came back later. I'm like, I'm sorry I said that. You're a great drummer. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I was classic like, band like the Rolling yeah. Stones. Yeah. Yep. So I was into it, like clearly. <laughs> like so much so that like I became an active member of the rock band community and started like posting regularly on the message board. Something I have not done before or since for any other game. <laughs> so, you know, like I I was posting regularly there. And at the time I was living in Northampton, Western Massachusetts, uh, just a couple hours shy of Boston. Uh-huh. So I was have I was gonna have a, yet another rock band party for like my birthday. And I thought, hey, like Harmonix is relatively close. I'll extend an invite, see if anyone from Harmonix wants to come. <laughs> um, nobody did, that's fine. <laughs> I can't blame them. But, um, <laughs> someone who doesn't work here anymore. I'm a jerk. I forget his name. But uh, he, in my post, I'm like, anyone from Harmonix is welcome to come, especially HMX Hellion. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Like Helen McWilliams. She was uh, kind of front and center in a lot of videos and demos and stuff. And she was pretty cute. So I didn't seriously think she would come. But (laughs) but this, this guy read the thing on the message board and passed it along to her. And she was like, oh, that's that's nice. This fan invited me to come to his rock band party. There's no way in hell I'm, I'm doing that. That's Smart ridiculous. Choice. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> She's heard about the Craigslist killing. <laughs> she knows how it goes. It's true. But like her band was touring at the time. And it just so happened that a week after that party, her band was going to be playing in my hometown in Northampton. So she figured, what the hell? Like, I'll come <laughs> meet this nerd and like <laughs> rock his world and like, blow his mind. She brought me like a new rock band guitar. Cause oh. like I posted that like mine had broken. Nice. Um, so yeah, she came to my house and you know, we fancied each other and <laughs> long fast forward we a little bit. Fancied each <laughs> other. Fast this is getting yeah. racy. Yeah, I'm gonna, this is where I'm going to fast forward a bit. We're, sure. we're married now. Okay. We are married. Right. Um, yeah, great, great. Yeah. great. Yeah, it's pretty great. I just like watching this movie in my mind. Like, yeah. And then you met, and now we're married. Yeah, well, that's the boring part, the recording, um, for this story anyway. So yeah, like after that, like I got to meet some people here at Harmonix at like various parties and events and stuff. And there used to be a lot more parties, by the way. Yeah, there were. It doesn't seem to happen anymore. Yeah, like we, we used to be a rock band company. It's true. We mm-hmm. like we're getting older now. We lived. This company lived the rock band lifestyle. Yeah. Where, like every weekend there was some big blowout. We were essentially like a 300 person band yeah. for a number of years. Yeah, it was weird. You'd come in on the weekends and there would just be people sleeping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like Joe's asleep right now. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> oh, I'm putting him to sleep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I got to meet a bunch of people here. Um, and about like two and a half years ago, the playtest department like needed another person i need another body because there were a lot of projects going on at the time um so i had met some folks and they reached out to me which was cool like before i worked here i did some qa work at uh demiurge our, our buddies ah. down the street 
Um, so yeah, I, they said, hey, do you want to come do this? I'm like, sure. They said, you have to be an unpaid intern. I'm like, I don't care. That's Harmonix is awesome. Like, of course. <laughs> hey, Matt Bach. Matt Bach's butt dancing on the door. Yeah. He is. He's doing the butt outside the yeah. Bringing it home. So yeah, like I agreed to, you know, work here unpaid for a while just because I was... Like a fool. Uh, like a fool, but like a fan, like a Harmonix yep. fan. I couldn't turn right. it down. So my very first day was really exciting. It was E3 2011. Um, it was the day we announced Dance Central 2. Uh, so like, I think my first, no, my second email was like from Alex saying like, hey, here's what's going on today. So it was super exciting. Right. My very first email I think was Fitzy spamming the company asking if like they, they had seen like a hat he had gone. He, misplaced <laughs> um so yeah classical rowdy harmonics yep. <laughs> it was people intense. always losing their heads <laughs> yeah so a year later like almost to the day e3 2012 the day we announced dance central 3 that was the day i was brought on full time sweet so it was a good wow, year it was a full year yeah almost oh, to the day it's pretty wow. cool ironic then that after working as an unpaid intern your job is to now ask people <laughs> to come in and yep. volunteer their time yep. for free <laughs> to help us right. make future some games. people ask like oh so i'll do it how much does it pay i'm like three slices of pizza <laughs> goodwill <laughs> and a smile and the Stick around the end yep. you might get to take that pizza home that's right you know what we should do we uh should keep track of the names of all the play testers and then make sure that they're added to credits in future games not a shabby idea yeah I wow. feel really bad that I haven't been doing that Committing up to that this on point. A podcast. Well, I'm saying it's a thing we should. We do. should do. Our our lawyer hates you, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's his problem. <laughs> come at me, Andrew. <laughs> He's right behind you. He, he would. He would come at me. He's a huge. He's dude. a huge mm -hmm. man. Yep. He's like 1,200 feet tall. Yeah. Wears only woo wear and fubu. <laughs> we should save that for the Andrew uh, podcast never. that we have to do. He would never, that would be kind of funny, do a podcast with him, but where he's pre-prepared every answer legally. <laughs> he can <laughs> say literally nothing answers. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Or we have to draft our questions for him, like while we're sitting here and then he has to <laughs> review them and then approve them. Uh, Andrew's the best. Yeah. We he should is. do that though. Yeah. So we should do that in the same way I'm saying we should keep track of the playtesters' <laughs> okay. names. Yep. And that we will never do that. Pie in the sky. <laughs> Pie in the sky, guys. Uh, so let's, uh, let's bring it home. Cool. Let's bring it home. Bring it home. Um, <laughs> We have still a lot of work to do um, once the alpha opens for Chroma. Uh, this you... is a real alpha. This is not a PR stunt alpha. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, if you get in the alpha, this game is... This is our game be broke. Very early mm -hmm. alpha. Very early. Very clearly a work in progress. Yeah, but that's cool because that means that you and the community get to help us improve it. Um, and Matt is going to be super involved working with me and Pope. Uh, we are going to be um, scanning alpha forums and we're going to be talking to... Uh, people that are participating in our alpha um, and so we are very much looking forward to getting your feedback um, Matt what are you looking forward to most about the alpha oof I am looking forward to unbridled honesty um, okay. I think if people don't like cut corners if they don't like try to what's the word Sugarcoat? Sugarcoat. Yeah. If they don't sugarcoat stuff, then I think that's where we're going to get the really juicy stuff that is going to legit improve the game, whereas, like, we just don't know what to do otherwise. Like, we we could we think we might have a good idea, but, like, this is going to give us some hard answers, which is really exciting. It's exciting all around, and I, yeah. hope, uh, I hope the fans are excited. Uh, it's nice to have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
We did not put out a game in 2013. No, mm-hmm. we did not. Uh, and this is but a tip of an iceberg. Yes. I would say. One of many icebergs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Fantasia Music Evolved has not gone anywhere, too. No, I just want to put that out there. That's still an iceberg. We, we took a lot of spotlight yesterday, and I, I saw some comments, and uh, that game's going strong, too. So stay tuned for more news on that. And more news in general. Yeah. Like, I this mean, is going to be stuff. This is going to be a bonkers year for harmonics. Like, we have so much stuff to talk about beyond the Chrome announcement and beyond yep. the fact that Fantasia's coming out. Yep. We've still got, like, 30 more things to announce. 35 to like 100. 35 mm-hmm. to 100 more Individual things Individual games. Right. Yeah. And I do play testing for all of them. Later this week, I have sure. play tests for things that aren't Chroma. Just kidding, guys. We're not putting out that many games. Just don't kidding. Don't us on that. We're putting out a lot of games. I don't, I don't want I don't want you being yeah. all angry when you don't get to 100 individual harmonics <laughs> games in 2014. But Chroma is a game that they can get involved yep. with. They can go to playchroma.com to sign up for the alpha. Yep. Follow uh, Chroma Official on Twitter. Uh, it's the same on Facebook, just facebook.com slash Chroma Official for updates and uh, fun interactions. Yep. Uh, uh, and then uh, if we do any more play tests, you could come in and you could meet Matt. That's right. That's true. Um, so if you're in the Boston area and you see a a, a lonely flyer up somewhere uh, <laughs> that says "Want to play test a video game?" could be harmonics. Could mm-hmm. be. Could be. Actually, yeah. If if you want to get formally added to our uh, our database of potential testers, you can actually sign up online. You can go to harmonics.com/playtest. I'll bring you to a little form you can fill out. Wow! Look at that. All right. Didn't know we had that. It's true. It's a thing. Okay. Learning a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wrap it up here because we wrap have to go up. jump to another meeting. Uh, right we do. This. Uh, thank you for joining us, Matt. My pleasure. It's Thanks for having me. It's going to be a me. fun adventure over the next few months. Yes, indeed. I'm going to get back into the forum game. So Sifting look for me on the forums. Feedback. Yep. Yeah, try not to marry anyone else while you're on Whoa, the forums okay. this time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> forum rules. You're only allowed to marry one, <laughs> yeah. one other forum user. Fine. <laughs> Make it count. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Stay tuned in the weeks ahead. We're going to have tons more guests and content. We're going to talk about what we're doing at PAX, which is some exciting, fun, goofy stuff, and uh, all the other announcements to come over the course of the next few months. Yeah, and if there's anything uh, in particular you guys want to hear us talk about, let us know. Yep. Yep. We like to please you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Give the people what they want. Yes. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not gross. It's not the kinks. Yeah. 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 Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks, so guys.